Hold up, hold up. So when the nigga showed up, showed up three inches shorter than no, you, no, not, what not three inches. I think I wore heels too, like maybe like a chunky heel. Oh, you was cute. Mm-hmm. I was like a good six inches taller than him that day. Oh, yeah, because I'm five seven. So like, where did y'all go? She was. Oh, she was trying somewhere. You get lit off the mimosas. No, we had. He was a nice guy. Just we both knew that this was that was not it. (laughs) 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 Anyway, 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 man. No, you good. You good. Anyway, man, another episode of Part of My Bullshit Podcast. We're here, quarantined, then obviously, so we on Zoom and we on the we on the app on our phone making this thing happen because obviously we don't want to take any weeks off. Um, so as y'all know, man, Gisha Luciano, uh, on my screen on my left. The furthest left, we got uh, C. Danny. Go ahead and do your thing, What's man. good? Yeah. It's Sincerely C. Danny, a.k.a. Um, the Queen of the Sea Hive, a.k.a. Uh, your favorite host of the IG Live, <laughs> a.k.a. <laughs> a.k.a. the hottest joint in Southeast, a.k.a. What's goody? What's goody? Word. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Right next to her, we got someone coming coming to us live from Virginia. Oh, hi. It's Danica, a.k.a. D. Blunt. Come on, a.k.a. Hey, hey. I, have a, I could do a whole lot of a.k.a.s, but I got to work on them. Me and you can work on that. Okay, I got you. <laughs> okay, okay. And right next to her, we got the young boy in the building. You know, it's, it's the boy, the truth. Yeah, hit me out there. Be more. Yeah. You know, I can do a lot of AKs too, but I left that in college. You know what I mean? My wow. nigga, I go hold oh, you. Okay. You don't got. Sounds like major shot. You, you don't got to put the microphone in your mouth. <laughs> you know, because you know, because last week, you know, what I mean, I, I just wanted to make sure y'all can hear me loud and clear. Y'all was y'all was trying to clown my man. It's because you had your shoulders to your ears. Yeah, it's giving right now. It's giving breaker breaker five one three seven. All right, <laughs> Roger. All right, we 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 in there. We good now. We good. We good. Right, we good. Right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Where we at? Word. Listen, man, it's, it's beautiful to see y'all again. Nigga, you introduce yourself, I, nigga. Man, I did that beginning. I, I did it beginning, man. It's me, man. Gigi Luciano coming in live from uh from the north the northeast neck of the Washington mm-hmm. D.C. You feel me? Pretty much in Maryland. Uh, but we here, man. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the I'm in the hey, listen, I'm in the far east okay. corner. Very you know very tippy top. Far east, yeah, literally across the street from Maryland. Okay. But anyway, um, listen, man, we here, man. We quarantined, and you know, what I'm saying I had a I had a I had a, a kind of busy week, man. They got me working again, so this should have been a little crazy. I got my half my team is in California, so these niggas be trying to email at like eight nine o'clock at night. Uh, so we here recording a little late, but outside of that, man, life is extremely good, man. What, what's going on with y'all? What's new? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look. Any other answer besides shit is, is fraudulent because that's that's how it's been the past couple of weeks. I mean, it's been the same rotation, the same thing every day. You wake up, you know, you you turn on your laptop, you work, or you know, you wake up, same old routine over and over. It's it's tired, it's tired, it's boring. Hold on, y'all tired of the quarantine shit already? For me, it's not even that. It's just, it's the routine of it all. Like, I like like things to be switched up sometimes. And so, like, I literally feel like in those cartoons, when, like, they show the montage of, like, the cartoon character, like, getting up and doing the same thing every day, folding their bath robes up. Once they get out the shower and, like, then they put their clothes on. And then it's just, like, this whole robotic kind of thing. Um, and so that's the annoying part of it for me. And like, like I was telling y'all earlier, like I miss my family. Like I miss 
being able to just go and do and feel free to go and do it and not be paranoid about don't nobody touch me like I got to put gloves on oh shoot I got to wear a mask oh shoot I got to wipe something down like you can't even go and do anything and it'd be fun because you're constant at least I am constantly thinking about making sure that I don't bring Miss Rona home with me Miss Miss Rona what about you Jenica? um just getting acclimated to a life without a job uh, I don't have the telework space so um, just kind of like trying to create a routine for myself that's outside of the structure that I've known for my whole adult life, which is work. Um, I was able to not do shit all last week because my kids were with their dad and I was getting high at like 9.30 a.m. I won't say it's <laughs> not saying that it's not my proudest moment, but like also at the same time, it's something that I've never done in life. So it's just one of those things like I had the space and even my therapist was like, girl, you deserve. Like she didn't make me feel guilty about it. So like I took this, this past week to just kind of like process and just give myself a break from thinking about everything that's going on and everything that's, you know, that I felt about work and like the future and all that kind of stuff, just to give myself a level playing field. And I got my kids back yesterday and I've already been wildly productive. I've worked out, I went grocery shopping, which is always an anxiety inducing type of deal. Um, but I feel good. and. I feel motivated to like be a better me. Like it's just kind of like one of those things, like it's kind of shitty that losing your, not losing my job, but like being furloughed and not having a job has now pushed me to be like, all right, Danica, maybe you should just take a little better care of yourself physically as well as mentally. So I'm just kind of moving into that space to be sure that I'm good in a, in a good space to be able to take good care of my kids. Cause they are not in school either. So yeah, sure. I'm good. I think that that leads into that goes into like a further conversation. I think we'll have a little bit later on. So we can talk. Yeah, let's put a button on that. David, what's good with you, man? Hey, man, just trying to stay active for real, for real, and and find find things to do, find things to uh, find ways to stay connected with people. I mean, we've been doing the IG lives for a minute now. Shout out PNB After Dark. You know, we're really growing that, and and people um, people really seem entertained and engaged by that, and and they're. you know, requesting that we do that more often. You know, shout out to uh, C. Danny for for shutting it down last mm-hmm. night as well. I'm um, doing a really good job hosting. Um, you know, I was wild in the comments on purpose. You know, I, <laughs> I had my boys in that joint, and, and they the just texted me like, "Yo, look, I had my boys in that joint," and they just texted me like, "Yo, who this? Who this?" Oh <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, So what's really funny is. So y'all know I was taking a break from social media from six to six today, right? Right. So my crazy self, after all them wild like comments and stuff in the uh in the live, why did I like I was expecting I was like, all right, these niggas about to follow me on Instagram. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was in that day, like, yeah, I'm about to have followers, nigga. Nobody. <laughs> I was like, well, uh, okay. Cool. You know, oh, that's yeah, a little bit of a little bit of an, e- an that's ego, big, ego blaster. That's a check, bro. That's a that's an ego check. <laughs> yeah. Same, that's same, 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 I didn't, get, like I didn't get any. You know, and I, you know, I think it's really that it was the pegging. It was the pegging comment. I know it <laughs> and was. The fact that we ended that time. At, at the end. Yeah. 
I thought I thought that would give get you more. Uh, well, it like ended right after that because last thing I know is like niggas was like that's dead and it was like literally it's dead. <laughs> literally, we were like oh, pegging. Good night, everybody. See ya. <laughs> Y'all look crazy. See what I see. Definitely a big shout out to the all the viewers and all the people that attended live. For the PNB after dark, like like they just said, man, we having a good fucking time in there. Um, I'm enjoying the conversation. I like the fact that people are like actually bring outside of the questions that we bring to the participants, where I, people are actually generating conversation in the comments. So we've been pulling a lot of questions out of things that out of things that people have been saying. So there was like maybe like three like maybe three questions that people dropped in the chat this week that I definitely am excited to hear what people have to say on Monday once we get into it. So definitely shout out to y'all, man. Definitely please sure, make sure to share it. Um, you know, send it send it to a friend that haven't watched before, have them join in. Um and definitely don't oh, be afraid to go live, man. I know some y'all be out there declining, bro. Y'all be having people pick up in the chat. Don't be declining. Uh, pick you know up when we call you. Don't make no excuses. You know what time it is. That's a fact. That's yeah. a fact. But definitely shout out to everybody that participated and actually accepted our call and jumped in and put their face on a camera. And look, put face the way that I, the way that I look at it is if I can show up on that camera glistening after two hours of just dance with my kids, y'all niggas can press accept it whether you got your wig or not. Yeah, look, shout out to, um, what's the girl's name? Know, Mar, Mar, Marlena, Mar, what's her name? Dang. Which one? from South Carolina. Hey, listen, she kept it. She kept it. She pulled through. Came back and with she, the bonnet on because she took short. Yes, off. she did. Wig, 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 wig with the hat, and then came back with the bonnet. Period. I love it. That's the type of area. Shout out to her, a, a, a real queen out there. And she came out with some, yeah. with some teeth between her and her ex colleagues. Matt Hive in the building. Matt Hive was heavy in the building. And she pulled up the Duce for days. No, no, no. That was um, that was a R&B Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And she's been in, been in close contact. Well, not close contact, but she's been in contact with us since then. Yeah, so that's really it. dope. Man. Shout yeah. out to the really dope. Word. Uh huh. So shit, man. Let's let's jump into some let's jump into some uh, conversation this week. So look, we obviously we already know we done beat the conversation down. We all locked <laughs> in the house. It is what it is. But they might they some days a little bit of silver lining in there somewhere. So I really want to talk to y'all about what have you done. That you during quarantine that you've been meaning to do or you've been putting off uh, when we haven't been on quarantine that you're able to accomplish now. So so let's start with uh. I've been cleaning like a mug. Um, so I was actually supposed to be moving this month, um, but of course everything kind of put on hold. (laughs) So um, yeah, I decided that instead of like making piles of stuff. And just trying to figure out how to prepare to move and like taking old stuff with me. Um, I'm in the process of like throwing away stuff that I really just don't need anymore. Whether it's like just holding on to old memories. I'm very much a nostalgic person. So I love holding on to like I found stuff from high school. Like oh yeah, all kinds of just stuff. Like sis, why are you keeping that? Like first of all, this nigga should have texted you. Why is he writing you notes? this throw it in the trash you don't need it like i have tickets from homecoming games that like i don't know like just dumb stuff um and so i've literally gotten rid of at this point i'm up to five trash bags worth of stuff um and that's in, that was in like one and a half days of cleaning up um i'm in 
And that, and that doesn't mean you're dirty. No. That just means you're thorough no, cleaning. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, not, yeah. it's not even cleaning. It's more like just it's, like it's purging. It's purging. Yeah, it's like you ain't taking a you ain't taking a like, It's not like food and like you know what I'm saying. This is stuff that I've like kept like things that I just don't need anymore. Um, so it's, again, it's not trash. It's just again those things that I purged. Um, I'm going through clothes at this point. Like that's the next step. I already knew that I wanted to like um, kind of downsize. And although my trip to South Africa was canceled, um, my friends who actually went came back and was like, "Yo, like they I, went? Yeah, they still went. I was the only one that didn't go." Um, yeah, that's a whole other story. They went and came back, and they're fine. So, I mean, in hindsight, I'm like, "Dang, I really could have gone," but nah. Yeah. Fuck that. That big fact. Big fact. I ain't, I ain't playing with your life like that. You know what I mean? Um, and so they were just like, yeah, when we went, um, we took like toiletries and like different things like that. And so she was like, don't send your clothes to like Goodwill anymore. Like save them and send them to me or give them to me so we can send them to South Africa. Cause those women like okay. really loved like receiving those things. They were like, even down to y'all, like sanitary napkins. Like the, when she was, she said when she opened, her suitcase and had like all the pads and tampons and stuff like that. Those women like ran up to the suitcase like it was gold because that's not stuff that, you know, they typically can have. And the conversation yeah. that we were having was just that like as inconvenient as stuff like that is for us, I can only, and we have access to those different things. Imagine being inconvenienced by not having the resources not at all, having exactly the resources to be able to, you know, handle it. So that's what wow. I've been doing. Well, I think that that's like a great thing, you know, I do implore you to like maybe just drop them off at like a women's shelter yeah. in your area. Yeah. Like, of course, if you can send them to South Africa or give it this to this woman, like that will send them to South now. Africa for sure. But like there are women in our communities right. that also have the same needs and don't have the same access to those things. So just like do your research, find a de- like domestic violence is on the up and up because of the situation. Yep. Lots of people are at home all the time. Right, like right, women right. Are, are filling into these shelters. So like, just think about that and just maybe, you know, maybe hit half and half it or, some, yeah. you know, whatever it is, yeah. like just to make sure that you're contributing to your, your community as well as, you know, another. Yeah. I like that. I like, I really like that a lot because once again, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, being stuck in a house and it's kind of selfish, right? Like I'm here complaining about the fact that I can't go to brunch on Sundays, but like you said, today's women and, and even men that are finding themselves at home locked in with a person that right. does not yeah. treat them the way that they children. should be treated or there's, you know, there's, yeah, the children, you know, or there's an influx of people in the homeless shelters as people, you know, unfortunately losing, you know, their monthly income and so on and so forth. So if there's opportunities where we can give to those people. Or even if it ain't, you know, items, maybe it's some time. And if it ain't time, maybe yeah. it's a couple of dollars here and there that, we, you know, you might have available. Or even if it ain't that, we got a lot of clothes. I mean, I'm looking, I'm in my basement right now and I'm looking about, looking at all the clothes that I washed this week. Like I got like 10 hoodies in here, just um, air drying. And I ain't want to put it dry. And now I'm looking, yeah. I'm like, bro, you, you don't need even those. need all these clothes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I could, I don't, I could easily pack a bag and drop, drop them off somewhere. So, you know, as this, this situation continues to be, presented to us, you know, if there's opportunities where we could give back to the people around us yeah. that may be in need. I mean, I think that's one of the most immediate things that all of us can do. Yeah, I do, I do a seasonal on. purge. So like for me and my kids, because obviously kids grow like weeds. 
So do a seasonal purge, make sure that I collect anything that doesn't fit me because, you know, the Corona 19 pounds is something real. So and then go ahead and like collect the stuff that they've grown out of um, just to be able to give those to people in my community that I know need them. Yeah, just for it. That's all. Absolutely. What about you, Dave? What you been uh, able to accomplish? Uh, a whole lot, man. I've been working out, obviously, a lot more. Um, six pack gang back. I'm ready for the summer whenever they lift the quarantine to be out here. Um, but I, I want to say the major part is so I've been staying with my girl for like the entire quarantine. So, and I know a lot of people can relate to this. You know, staying with a significant other or this, that, and the third. It's been a whole learning experience, man. Like. <laughs> yeah, to, to, for real. Because only you know you because you, you're getting used to like being around someone twenty four seven. You you know how I roll. Like I, I I'm I'm always on the move. Like you know me, duffel bag right. in the back of the trunk. Like hopping from one place to the other, changing clothes. You can't lie about where you're going. <laughs> it's, but it, it's, <laughs> it's it's not even that. It's just like I'm I'm so used to like being myself. Or not even being myself, because I'm always being myself, but only being responsible for myself and and answering to myself. Now it's like I'm physically stuck in the house with another person 24-7. And I feel like sometimes it's like being back at home again with, you know, my brothers and sisters always having to deal with them motherfuckers being around. And like, I love them niggas to death, but they used to get on my nerves. And it was always hard in a six-person household to find that space for yourself to just like breathe, to to just exist exist right. by yourself, and now right. it, it's a huge change because you know staying with her, <laughs> I mean we're 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 on top of each other all fucking day, and I'm like yo, it's just sometimes I come off like real like standoffish or real snotty, like get the fuck away from me, but and I don't mean it, but it's just like damn, like I'm not losing myself, but. It, it's just an adjustment, you know, really having to to figure out, you know, how to move, how to adjust. And I know a lot of people are going through it right now because, you know, they're in a similar situation. And the good thing about her is that she doesn't take it personally. And I don't take it personally either. Like, you know, we had our disagreements and this, that, and the third. But you, you understand, like, the situation that you're in. And and we've really, like, all right, we, we have our disagreement. We go back and forth. And then we leave it at that. And then, you know, we, we carry on with it because you, you can't you can't hark on those things. But to me, that's been like the real the real purge on my end, just like understanding how to be around someone literally all day where you have to share, like physically share a space. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That's real, man. Like like I told you beginning, either Corona quarantine, make couples or break couples. Bro. You ain't got no choice. Cause it's different. It's different when you visiting your girl, like you know, you know, two times a week, three times a week. You might stay the night there, or whatever the case may be. But that twenty four seven shit, bro. That 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 don't it change does. things, man. And it, and it definitely, it definitely makes you view that person differently now. And when I and we always say we always make difference seem like a negative thing. It definitely can be a positive, positive thing as well. You know what I mean? Just all in all, you view that person a little bit differently. How they move. Um, you get to know them a little bit better. You know, you're obviously like the things that that kind of irk them or, or or make them happy. You, you get to see that more when you're around them more often. So on the opposite end of this, you could just use those things as learning lessons on how to kind of make each other a little bit more happy or how to better y'all, you know, relationships. So it, it's definitely a, a, a huge step to be with somebody twenty four seven, bro. 
that shit is hard. That shit ain't easy at all. <laughs> Ooh, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, that shit hard, bro. That shit, that shit definitely hard. But that's what's up. I'm definitely glad you're working through that. Uh, Danica, did you? Uh, you no, I mean, like I said, I'm just trying to find structure. Um, trying to figure out, like, I've started doing some workouts. I'm planning on doing workouts in the morning and then doing yoga in the evenings. I'm incorporating my kids, but also like I have to figure out like their the the bits and pieces of education that I can give them because it's just one of those things where I didn't go to school to be a teacher because I can't, I don't want to. (laughs) And now I'm being shoved into a position in which I have to at least have some accountability. Uh, I mean, as their parent, of course, I take accountability and like informing them and trying to educate them the best that I can. But I'm not, like I said, I'm not a teacher. So it's like relearning life in a way in which I have to be responsible for something that I've only been partially responsible for. So it's just learning how to deal with that, doing worksheets with them in the morning. And like both of them, one was doing math and one was doing like reading comprehension at the same time. And then both asking me questions. Look, I was like the stereotypical black mom doing it's homework with them. Like it was- 17 apples. <laughs> exactly. That was me this morning. And I just had to like take a step back and be like, okay, Danica, like <laughs> you got to relax. You don't know. You right. don't know this shit right. either. You, you gotta know. relax. You, know you gotta relax. Have you, have you thought about putting them on rotation? Like in terms of like one person is like one kid is doing homework at this specific time, and the other child is like reading a book or drawing or whatever, and then yeah, no, that's actually a good idea. It's just like still, just like since it's yeah. still very new, still like I haven't figured the fuck out, and like they were with yeah. their dad all last week, so this is now a new week and I'm still trying to get acclimated to also me not having responsibilities as far as work is concerned. So it's just kind of like trying to figure out what the right stride is for all, all three of us, because it's just something that I've never had to deal with before. As, as a mom, you deal with whatever comes your way, but this is some shit that's never been expected in my life. So um, I'm, I'm trying to just make sure that we're all taken care of. And we took like a walk yesterday and that kind of thing. So it's just like, being able to be together but like not be on top of one another like fortunately i have a two-story home so like y'all can go upstairs go to your room please leave me alone bye so i have quiet time to myself or in my room or whatever the case may be but um just trying to take like i said earlier just trying to take better care of myself um also including them taking better care of them we did just dance this morning as like a 35 minute workout um we're gonna do obviously the podcast we're recording this tonight but I'm going to try to do yoga with them every night before they go to bed. Just so like we have those kinds of things where we can then even carry this into hopefully if we ever get back to a certain state of normalcy, we can still do yoga before we go to bed at night. Once shit gets back to something that is some kind of semblance of a real life rather than being stuck in the house all the time. And I think that's the that's the key right there. I think that's one thing. Like as we continue to implement things into our lives that we haven't done before, like doing yoga with your kids or what, or you know, doing just dance for thirty minutes every day or whatever. Like hopefully some of these things stick. You I mean, know what I mean, that's just like with us, with us in the podcast. I mean, doing the the live segments. You know, those are things that we can carry on even after the quarantine. That it it, it literally takes a quarantine for you to realize, like, oh shit. I can I can do this shit online. I can work remote. You know, it took it took this quarantine for a lot of our jobs to see that 
you can do your job 100 yeah. percent remote to be honest now it Which sucks I think, yeah it's a double yeah. it's definitely a double-edged sword and I, and I do think that um just being able to at least in my in my I can't speak for everybody else but in my position having kind of like a clearer mind because I am not stressed about work mm-hmm. I was approved for unemployment so like that's something that I don't have to think about right now you know obviously things stress will come along with life and, and the way that it's transitioned but I paid mm-hmm. my bills for this month like I'll have to worry about now is the next month I'm still in the beginning of April my daughter's birthday is tomorrow so it's also kind of one of those things where well I guess technically this will be on Wednesday so today <laughs> but um she you know trying to figure out like bit by bit, like what I'm supposed to do day by day. But it's just one of those things where like, I realize I don't have like this big gray cloud over my head and I'm able to think more clearly. And I'm like, all right, like you can create a plan and this plan can still be like put in place once things are like a normal life. Or that's dope. That's dope, man. Y'all, y'all niggas over here taking, taking strides, man. For me, uh, Honestly, man, I ain't really been doing too, too much. Like, I've really been enjoying my time at the house. Uh, what, I've, what I've been doing, or, or what we've been doing at the house is trying to do things that we normally do outside, but here. So, like, for today, for example, like, we had a happy hour. So, you know, from 530 to 630, we was, like, having little happy hour foods, and, like, drinking wine. So, we've been trying to do that. Um, you know, we got our, we got the backyard. So we know, y'all know us, we be having little parties in the backyard. So we've been trying to like, well, we haven't done it too much, but we've been trying to utilize that, um, what we can. So, you know, we got the, uh, her little she shed back there. So going out there, maybe setting up the hookah, just going out there and just, you know, enjoying some of the good weather that we've been having recently. Um, one thing that I have been doing, I know we ain't supposed to be out too much, but I've definitely been spending some good time with my mother and my sister and my nephew. I've been really, really been enjoying that. Uh, so much. I think for like the last month, every Sunday, I'm going out to my mom's house and, you know, whether I'm taking her grocery shopping or, you know, my sister needs to be running around, I, you know, I do that. She, you know, I let her do that and I watch watch her son. You know what I'm saying? Like just spending time with my family, um, specifically with them. So leaving here and going straight down there and coming right back home. So that way I'm not doing too much while I'm out there, like out in the actual public. But just being able to kick it with them, man, I've actually really been enjoying it. You know, I make sure that when I go down there, I wear layers so I can take off a hoodie or, you know what I'm saying, change my shirt or whatever and wash myself down, wash my face, wash my arms and all that, my hands and my arms and all that before I take my nephew up. So that way, you know, he's on fresh clothes versus clothes that I've worn out out and exposed myself to. So I've been enjoying that, man. I know I'm going to miss it. Uh, once we get back to work, I probably won't be able to do it as that's much, awesome. but I've definitely been enjoying it. Yeah, that's right. I never thought about the no, yeah. That's the real smart. Yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, definitely time for growth, but also like, I mean, I, I, I've i been kind of all over the place, too, because, you know, I have those days where I'm on Twitter talking about, you know, if you if you haven't learned a skill by the time this quarantine is over, you wasted your time. But then I'm also some days like, man, I just need to enjoy my time off and, and really tap into myself and, and figure out I some personally think some I personally things. think that that meme is trash. Like, so, nigga, you're not going to tell me how to deal with my anxiety or the societal pressures of being locked down in the house by fucking you know like a pandemic and tell me i have to learn a goddamn skill why don't you go learn how to bake uh, cracker Fuck so off. how about how about okay. niggas tell you take your 1200 dollars yeah i think i mean i think the realistic part of it is People, for people to understand that they they need to use this time wisely and it, it, it don't need to be wasted so why can't they just say I mean, that my, my, 
They you 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 know you know how social media works. They call you know, it rock nation. They call it rock nation Twitter now. And right and but I mean, you got, I mean, people always try and tell you what to do with your money. That that's mm-hmm. point blank period. You know, they they always try and tell you how to spend it, where to invest it, this that and the third because that money is what gives people power. And if you go to, for um to people for advice about money, then they feel empowered or whatever. But it's all about how you spend your time and, and, and how you invest your time. Because even in a moment like now, you may not necessarily be learning the skill, but learning about yourself, learning about, you know, what you like, that's mm-hmm. still a skill. You know, a lot of people don't don't have that understanding of themselves. You know, you, you got to be building yourself up somehow, some really way, think, you know, during this time. So, you know, I really think that that like mental health should be at the forefront of this whole thing. Like, I really do. Like, obviously, there's there's financial health and there's you know you know job security and shit like that but some people don't have that so like in my in my mind and i don't i like i said i'm not gonna speak for everybody else but in my opinion like those kinds of memes and shit like that like or the memes that i've seen about people being like oh i'm so glad that i'm quarantined without kids like that shit is not it's rude like you can't put any expectations on other people you can only put expectations on yourself if you want to put expectations on yourself then do so but don't make other people feel bad for handling this differently than you did. You know what I mean? Like the fact that I have kids, my kids give me joy. I'm not in my house by myself when it comes to them being here. Like, why are y'all trying to make me feel bad for having kids in my home because you don't? Or why are you making me feel like I should have acquired some new skill over this course of whoever the fuck knows how long? Because maybe I'm battling with mental health issues, which is something that's very real for many people, especially with anxiety, having to go out in the public get food from the grocery store whatever the case may be like anxiety is real and the actual like mental health aspects of it are crazy so like fuck fuck all of them like y'all can go ahead live your lives go ahead and have your little fucking beach parties and shit that you want to do okay go die sis it's cool but but like yo, but look, at the same but, time but, like at the same time you, you know how it works like Niggas can't niggas can't big themselves up without tearing somebody that's up. That's true. And that's just an unfortunate that's just an unfortunate case of it. And reality is is they're entitled to feel that way. Mm-hmm. But projecting that or putting that out right. is just such a negative thing to do. One, we already have enough things to worry about. Like literally walking outside and touching something that got corona on it and accidentally touching our eyes or our face or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like you can internalize that shit without putting it out mm-hmm. to the world to absorb the negativity. So, but look, also, I mean, not to play devil's advocate, but on the flip side of that, too, like, people are allowed to post whatever they want to fucking post. I mean, this, this, ain't, the no, first, this ain't the first time. I mean, people going to speak their mind, whatever. But also dealing with health, mental health, social health, financial health, whatever. Like, it's 2020. People stress themselves out too much about things that don't matter. And I say that because in 2020, I think we talked about this before, and and a lot of different with a lot of different types of health. We talked about like I was mentioning social, mental, emotional, financial. So many people hold themselves to the standard of society. Like who is truly a mentally healthy person? You can't you can't compare your mental health to someone else. It's what it's your level of comfort with your mental health. It's your level of comfort with your financial health is some people are fine with having $10 in the bank account. I'm not, you know, I got to have a certain amount in my bank account for me to look at and be like, all right, I'm good. So for me, like so many people nowadays, like now in this time are, are 
and, and you know, obviously we're all communicating on social media. We're projecting because like Danica said, we're not healthy. You know, we're looking at ourselves and we're like, oh shit, like I'm stressed out or, you know, I don't have enough money or this, that, and the third. Yo, my life literally, be, aside from me having to stay in the house, my, my, my like physical healthy life hasn't changed. I'm still going outside working out. You know, I'm, I, I, I was washing my hands before the quarantine. <laughs> I washed my hands now. So that, that's the scary part for me. Like so many people seemingly are making drastic changes to their lifestyle. That, but it's not even necessarily just seemingly making drastic changes. There are changes that are being made that are not even necessarily anything they have control of. Well, like, that, well that's what, but that's what I was. But that's, well, that's what I was getting to. I was. I, I'm saying like so many people are making drastic changes to things that they control, aside from uh, the potential right. of the things they can't control. So when people are saying like, "Oh, now I'm washing my hands every time I come in the house," well, mm-hmm. nigga, what were you doing before? You right. know, I, I rarely even touch public doors. But, yo, my girl gets mad at me when I don't open public doors for her because I'm like, uh, you know, there's a hundred people. Look, <laughs> I'm like, yo, this, I'm thinking about there's a hundred people who have been open, who have who have opened this door, and I know every time I go to the bathroom at work, niggas aren't washing their hands. Is a right. nigga not washing their hands? Like, I, I barely touch public doors as is. I barely even want to touch my car door. So like. Now it's just those are the alarming things to me, and and like I said, like external the, the external things you don't control, they they affect you. But at the end of the day, guess what? You can't even worry about them because you have no control over. You can only worry about the things you can control. And yeah, then but you also can't, can't really dictate that. But I think what the thing is right now is like if there's any opportunity, like to to just tag onto that and piggyback onto that like this is the this is the most ideal time for us to band together like as people like this is the most ideal time to be like yo what do you need how can i help you is there anything i can do for you like uh, on both ends whether you're the one who has the resources maybe you don't have necessarily the money or the like the actual um like physical items to give to somebody but maybe you can just be a a like uh, you can lend your ear to them and give them advice or, or give them some kind of perspective from the opposite end of the track. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things that we can be doing for one another right now. And I just don't think that tearing one another down is going to benefit anybody. It's going to make us hate each other more. That's why I just said, I just said like definitely hypothetically go die sis. Wasn't direct, doesn't, wasn't directed towards anybody. <laughs> but like at the same time, like bitches don't care about anybody but themselves this individualism is fucking wild that's why shit isn't in stores all that kind of stuff there are people who need things and people are just hogging things to themselves they're hogging their time they're hogging their resources and they could be giving why not do that why why so like it just should be something that this is people are dying people are being affected majorly by this like this should be something where people are saying like okay sis like i see you like you need me i need you what can we do for one another? Like, it shouldn't be this whole, like, pin, mm-hmm. pinning one against, like, pinning one person against the other and saying, like, oh, I got this, but you don't, or you got this, but I don't. Like, that shit's wild. Like, it's stupid. Right, right, right. It's, it's, like, it's like a race to see, like, how, how who's really at the bottom of the worst situation. Right. Like, yeah, we all fucked up right now through corona, but guess what? I ain't as fucked up as you. When reality is, it's like, yo, if either if either one of us is fucked up, we're all fucked up. And that's just how we exactly. look at life. Like, 
There should be, we, we live in a country where nobody should be homeless. Nobody should be poor. Nobody should be without, you know, healthcare. Nobody, like, if we if we look at life that way, we will take a step back and be like, all right, man, there's some serious change that needs to go on around exactly. here. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Man, listen, outside of all the, outside of all the negativity that we've been saying, and thanks for telling us all the positive things that's been going on in your lives, I definitely want to get it into some good shit that's also been going on during this virus thing, man. Some of these battles, bro. What y'all been watching? Y'all seen the, uh, the Manny Fresh and Scott Storch? What y'all thought? What y'all next. Thought? <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't gonna, gonna hold you. I'm gonna I'm head out on this conversation because next, because <laughs> Scott Storch, he, he, he laid out a lot of bangers for me, but at the end of the day, and looking at that, that track list that he laid out, that nigga didn't produce all that shit by himself. You know, like, man, Manny Fresh really went in by himself and and carry cash money, like I, I that was that was my childhood. I didn't even cash money, man. This nigga, this nigga shaped. He really shaped like the whole sound for like a yeah. whole region that we didn't have exposure to on the but East Coast. So like, and that's what sucks, man. I was like, I was reading like some of the comments, and like people was going on, man. And especially like I oh, saw Russ, rappers uh-huh. like the uh, the white boy Russ. Like Russ was like. Fam, like Russ was going extra Same hard and like going on, man. I'm like, bro, sit down like, with his old. You just got here, ass, like you like, literally. Go back to I'm the fine. Room, like, what was the Bye. Like you just, you just <laughs> say go back to the front of South there. He was just saying stuff like, "Yo, he got one. Oh, he fucking him up now." Or like just stuff like, "Oh, uh, uh, man, he can't, he can't come back from this." Like, yo, relax. Like you're doing a whole lot. Like, yes, the jokes were funny. But because he's a rapper, like you kind of got to fall back, man. You got to actually respect the people that laid the groundwork for you to be here. You know what I'm saying? First of all, you're a white boy in a black culture. In black culture, you're you're not you're welcome here. You know what I'm saying? Like they accepted you here. You're not supposed to necessarily be here, and I, and that's just the truth. So for him to go like extra hard, it's like, bro, relax. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, Manny got washed flat out. But at the end of the day, when like Dayton said, when you take a step back. You gotta, you gotta put, you gotta give put respect on that nigga oh, name, absolutely. man. Like he literally shaped the whole sound for us. Like you said, no. When you hear Manny Fresh, a Manny Fresh beat, you know, you know it was Manny Fresh. There's no debating, there's no if ands or but. Whereas, like you said, Scott Storch, he definitely co produced a lot of those records. And I'm not gonna sit here and, and discredit it be, because he co produced. But the reality is, is like Manny did all that yeah. shit on his own as far as we know. Well, you know what I mean? Well, but it definitely I hurt my heart like, to see him go out I mean, like that. It me, definitely I knew from the very beginning when I saw the lineup that Scott Storch was going to have it. He was going to take it. Just for the simple fact that I knew that Manny's sound was so niche and so obvious and so like pretty much every single song that he played sort of kind of it didn't sound exactly the mm-hmm. same. You could kind of get it was adjacent. You feel what I'm saying? Like enough. And I think because he didn't have, unfortunately, he didn't have enough range to be able to play. Um, that is what kind of threw him out of it. Who is eating chips? Like, yeah, it's what is that? It's it's no, I ain't doing that. Sit up. Sit your ass up. Like, like you was oh, my bad. I was, I was um, bad. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> but anyway, oh, bad. I just I knew for a fact that like it was going to be an issue. For him, um, I don't know who I would have put Manny up against, but I just didn't think it was a fair fight. Um, 
just because I just knew for a fact that it just it just wasn't going to be a thing. I don't think it takes away from the legendary status that is Manny Fresh. Um, I don't think people should have played him out like he was a loser <laughs> because the level of disrespect. Yeah, that's, trash. The, yeah, that's the thing. My thing is, if you go to, if you go to, a, if you go pick any club, any club, mm-hmm. I don't care where we at, whether we in New York, DC, Miami, LA, yeah. you pick five Manny Fresh joints and you pick five Scott Storch joints. Exactly. I guarantee you nine times out of 10, them five Manny Fresh joints you gonna play is gonna turn the shit up way more than the Scott Storch joints. So I feel like even the, that, like I said, the, the matchup didn't make sense. And I just don't think a, a Manny Fresh battle, like, yeah. can work yeah. over Instagram. Like, you have to feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to see the crowd reaction. Like, even when you back, when you drop back that ass up, like, yeah, I, you can hear it over the I, uh, IG right. live speaker or whatever, like the speaker right. on your phone. But yeah. it ain't nothing like seeing it in compound yeah. in Atlanta and you seeing a girl run across the floor to make sure that she gets to the center right. so she can pick, hike her dress up and do her thing. Yeah. Like, you just don't, you don't feel it that way. Um, so, yeah, I think yeah. the matchup was just bad. Yeah. Whereas Scott, like, he just has good music. Like, you know, what, I, what I think that, that equates to, though, like, I didn't actually watch that one, but, like, what it, in my mind, what it equates to is what we know there is culturally like there's one thing like Manny Fresh we know who he is we know the respect that he deserves we know the the kind of music that he provided to us in the era that he created pretty much however Scott Storch has then done things in different in different spaces in which he gets a little bit more uh what's the word I'm looking for like his name is dropped more you know what I mean so it's just one of those things exactly recognition he gets that recognition and I don't think that it like in the same in the same way that y'all was saying, like it didn't really match up. Like that's where it is. Like if they had done like Scott Sport Scott Scott Storch, oh my God, you know what I'm saying? And like DJ yeah. Khaled, that makes sense to me. Like, okay, y'all can get single head ahead. Like that mm, it makes sense. But yeah. like but like this that's, that's actually interesting. That's, but it's just one of those things where they're not the same. So like of course at you know, at the end of the day when there's fucking there's a hundred thousand seventeen year olds watching Instagram live like for Scott Storch because they follow him for whatever reason they're not going to understand and recognize the kind of music that Manny Fresh provided to us in the nine, the 99 to the 2000 like we we all know what that means fact, to us. Fact, fact, it doesn't fact. mean the same for everybody it's generational so absolutely yeah like not not I you hit that shit on the head that's just the truth like when you take a step back and you look at the, the music that Scott Storch has produced, the yeah. artists he's worked with, like, this thing got songs with Daddy Yankee, bro. Yeah. Like, Manny Fresh got songs with Cash Money, but not to say that Daddy Yankee is bigger than Cash Money, but the reality is, is that he's like, right. an inter- it's an international it's a different, sound. Like, it's a different reach. It's a different, completely different mm-hmm. reach. Completely different reach. So, yeah, that matchup was trash. Um, I just didn't like to see Manny go out like that. His skits were, were here, wild. Like, it, I feel like he put too much emphasis on the And the skits. thing about the skits to me like is that mm-hmm. it read lies. You know what I'm saying? Like, he should have been able to perform. Like, the same way you were saying, like, you have to, like, feel that vibe. Like, you have to be. I think if we were all in this huge space and you saw Manny Fresh on the stage and he was, you know, had them little interludes and stuff like that on there, like, while he was performing, it would have made more sense. That's what you're talking about, right? Like, the... Like I think it, I think it, it was there was a yep, performance yep. value in it. 
but because we were all sitting around watching it and we couldn't feel it, yeah. we couldn't feel the like, oh, oh, like you know what I'm saying? We couldn't feel what that should have felt like. There's not a the inner. There wasn't a certain energy that would be in in an actual space with a lot of different people right. to feel the same right. shit. Right, that's a fact. And Manny Fresh is a DJ, mm. so he understands that. Like he understands what crowd response is. Like you know, yeah. like I know on his Instagrams, like he DJs all the time. Mm. Like he be doing like he was talking about. He does the gospel channel on there. He does like an open yeah. format, so like he understands reading the crowd and playing into the crowd. But yeah, it's totally right. different when niggas is watching you and you in a room by yourself versus like a yeah. thousand people standing in front of you. You and could kind of live exactly. You could see it, like as he was back. like yeah. playing the song yeah, the match- back. He to me from having seen him do, even though and when he does like his DJ sets or whatever on Instagram Live, there are people there, or he's actually in a space where they typically have events, so he's in his element. You know what I'm saying? But like sitting in whatever studio space that was, you could tell that like that he didn't have anybody. There was no energy for him to feed off of. You know what I mean? So yeah, I don't know. That was wild. Yeah. But speaking of energy, we have to talk about the T Pain and <laughs> Lil. Oh man, this was the be- that, this was the best joke mm. to me so far, easily. I, I don't know. I look. I I still hold the John to Neo battle as the best, only because like you know, Lil John won the joint hands down. He he definitely came out swinging. But for me, T Pain did not. He said he 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 did his homework or whatever. T Pain did not come ready, man. Like he. He already conceded the L to Little John even before he played his first track. That nigga was shook. T Pain has hits, and it blows me because like he could have re- he if he had played his songs in a different order, he would have stood a better chance. Granted, Little John would have still watched him, but this nigga did not play hits. He didn't. I don't, oh. Wait, did he even play Shawty? Did he play? He did he play? Uh, she this got it. Is like, T-Pain high did he play? <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, it, it was, yeah. it was, it was just T Pain got tracks. You know but do what you, I mean? like, do you think, do you think, like in in certain cases, people would kind of acquiesce to like who they think is like somebody who has inspired them? Do you think that it's kind of like, yo, like I understand that he and I are being put on the same level, but I don't see myself on his level. So what I'm going to do is just play him up more so than I would like, myself. And then he didn't go like that's what I would do. He went into obviously fun. has his. Exactly. And I think that in the same the same respect as that we just talked about, like, you know, Scott Storch and, and uh, Manny Fresh, like, it's one of those things where, like, T-Pain has a bigger reach than Little John. Like, Little John had, yeah, with, with Usher, mm-hmm. which kind of, like, went into mainstream. But T-Pain has had lots of things that have gone into different realms rather than just wait, being... Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. T-Pain does not have a broader reach than... Look, Renee, I can't hear you. That T-Pain does not have a broader reach than uh, Little John. No, he, L- Little John, Little John has has gone into the realm of pop, e, uh, EDM, like, way... Yes, but T-Pain is more relevant, like, in my opinion, T-Pain could make another song right now with somebody else, and people would have more recognition of him than they would of Little John. Not saying nah, that... I don't think that's true. Little John just dropped the joint LMFA, yo. Like, think like of, what? Think about, think about, like, that that whole, that when T-Pain was actually, like, a big name, Flo Rida, what was that song, Baby... No. What was the no. song with... I don't fucking know. There was a whole bunch of songs where T-Pain was just like across the board, featured on everything from R&B to pop, like and, and but anything in between there. So all I'm saying is like Little John has obviously he deserves the, the credit that he that he gets. I'm not saying that at all. Little John has made tracks with Pitbull, 
Yes. He has made he has made tracks uh with LMFAO. He be having okay. all the white people dancing at the, at the parties. This but nigga it, goes this nigga goes from Oakland to motherfucking uh, Cuba to I uh, think it's yeah like I I, I think it's one of those things where, the, where the, a, a the baton has been reach. passed. I don't think Little John has a broader reach. I think the baton has been passed, and there will be somebody who has taken over that spot. And I think it's in I this have, realm. It will I be paid. That's it. Little Little John, Little John is big in the EDM game. Period. That in itself kills a lot of what that that in itself trumps T Pain in terms of outreach. I, no, no, you're fine. That I have he, to agree with yeah, that yeah, just ahead, because, like, like T Pain. Yes, he's one of them sounds where you know it's him. Like he's feature king. Like he his vocals are insane. Like I said, you automatically know who he is, where he is, but. Because John has been able to kind of cross over in a sense and really flourish in that space, he definitely right. has more of a reach, more of um, an influence in the culture. Because, and then on top of that, like because of the reach and the influence and all of those different things, like he also has range. So he can give you real quick. Uh, three six nine. Damn girlfriend, like you know what I'm saying. He can give you one of those. He can also give you uh, tell me again. Can we be lovers and friends and whatever the new confessions John uh they're working on. Um, but he can also give you the cool like bro. But I guess I guess my thing is it's like also there's a certain there's a certain um marketability to T Pain because he was on the Masked Singer. Like there's things where like he's reaching places where like little John would be noticeable, Absolutely. yes, but like if John was on the last singer in a certain way, yeah. and that's over immediately. But that's like that's what I'm saying is like T Pain. That was just yeah. That was just maybe like a year and a half ago where T Pain was actually on that show, and I think he may have won. If not, he not won. He may have been like pretty close to it. But my thing is is like he still has little John has had his golden era. Is all I'm saying. He's I'm had a, his I'm like. A, I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all know right now. If, if, if we, if we keep down this, this, this comparison of who has a broader reach, Little John or T Pain, y'all gonna no. lose because Little John has. There ain't more. no, there ain't no lose. It's all a matter of first. It's all a matter. He of has a, He sir. has. He has way more reach. That's it. That's period. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like he has way more raised than T Pain. Period. All I'm saying, there is no right or wrong. There's only perspective and opinion. So, and there's also facts. So, uh, like, <laughs> okay, like he has, he, he had. Look, between EDM, pop, hip hop, and R and B, Little John has hit in R&B. all of those areas. T Pain has not. Period. Okay, sir. Well, we're about to go into an ad, so we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, look, man, we're back from our little break or whatever. So during the live, like I said at the beginning of the show, I asked a bunch of questions last night. And through those questions, there were some questions that came up in the in the chat. And we wanted to do a little deeper dive into them before we end the show off with y'all today. So uh, okay, we want to so present the question. Um, so the first question, well, yeah, the first question we'll talk about is this very first one that says, men with mommy issues, women with daddy issues, who is worse or which is worse dealing with the men with mommy issues or the women with daddy issues? And what exactly are mommy and daddy issues to begin with? 
Does anybody know? Does anybody have any thoughts, ideas? I know, we, again, we talked about it on the live. and some I'm people, a, Dave, like, Dave, got, Dave got something to say, so I'm going to let him It's thing to say something. Hey, no, yeah. I just... I'm going to say my two cents for real. So it was interesting on the live to hear um, men with mommy issues, people interpreted it as men who were mama's boys. Mm. Like their mm-hmm. mom was there still present. Yeah. And women with daddy issues, they were saying that their interpretation was that their dad was absent in their in that relationship. So that that was like the main interesting part I took from all that. I was like, wow, what what the fuck does that mean? When it comes down to it, men with mommy issues or women with daddy issues, they're one in the same. Like, like for me, I really keep people on the same plan, but I don't go gender specific with shit. If you have issues, sure? no, I'm, I'm facts, dead ass facts. I'm just, the, I'm just kidding. The, I'm just no, kidding. no, I'm, 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 I'm saying that because, like, I, I think I actually think Danica said it last uh, last night. Like, um, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a mental construct. Like, it, it's men with mommy issues. What I I don't even know what a woman with daddy issues means. I don't know what uh. Uh, a man with mommy issue means because I, me personally, you know, I've had the, the fortunate um, of having both parents in my life, but I also have friends who have grown up with, you know, just their mom or just their dad, and I mean, they're they're perfectly fine, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know, I don't know what a a, a person with mommy issues is or a man with mommy issues is. But but to be fair, but to be fair, you probably wouldn't see that because you're not in like a more romantic relationship with them. And I think uh, generally people use those terms when it's something that affects how someone moves on their day to day when it deals with a partner or the, you know, the same or opposite sex, but more mm-hmm. of a, a different relationship. Like, you know, I may have female friends that have. Oh, <laughs> women friends that have grown up without a father where their partner may say oh well they deal with daddy issues whether it's you know a lack of trust or maybe certain insecurities or you know maybe that they're uh you know some folks say that you know some women with uh, father issues are very clingy with men or looking for a love that they were missing i wouldn't necessarily see that as much as just a friend where if we were in like more of a romantic relationship, some of that may like bleed or carry over. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but at, at the same time, like I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I I don't think I'm understanding it well because I mean, people attach a lot of what they see as issues and the person that they with mm-hmm. to what they believe is the the source of it. So for for. Yeah, and I'm, what I'm you're like, saying I'm is that they try to they try to reason or to come up with I guess come up with a reason as to why a specific person they, acts specific they, rational, they rationalize exactly. behavior rationalize with, with yeah, exactly. instead of, instead of just accepting a person for who the fuck they are like but 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 hold on but hold on hold on let's let's okay but is it not fair to say growing up in certain households growing up in certain environments do does shape the way Absolutely. that you live I mean, your day to day life you are some of your experiences but because i i can't i can't honestly say you'll be you'll be better off because 
you have both parents in your life. I, I can't I can't say that. No, I, I, I'm not saying that. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right. You can't necessarily say that. But I can say that if you grew up seeing or experiencing certain things in life when it comes to your parents or the people that raised you, it can have a negative oh, or yeah. a positive impact on how you move through your life. as Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I think I don't know if it's maybe mommy or daddy issues, but it could be something. It could be more so like, you know, I can't even think of a blanket term off the top of my head, but it could just literally be, all right, well, this person was raised in a different household as me. This person saw or experienced different things than me as a child that has impacted them as an adult. Like, I don't even know what that term is because I don't, I don't know right. if it's mommy or daddy issues, but it's literally how someone saw life and how it shaped them to whether put on a fucking shield or not have a shield right. on at all. You know what I mean? Like we know some people that grew up in the suburbs their whole entire life and then they get to the city or they get around a bunch of people. It's like right. they lose their mind because they don't fucking know how to operate right. in that space. You know what I mean? It's like, what's, what's the actual difference? I, I, I don't know. I think, I just think there are some of your experiences, but you know, I'm gonna keep it real raw, real fresh right now. Like, I mean, you know, I love both of my parents. I, I, I praise my parents any chance that I get. There have been situations in the past with girls that I've talked to, and and this may be a testament to the the trash women I used to date. But they would say, "No, I'm, look at this nigga, look no, at this nigga, nigga like, they would say, no, I'm they, no more." No, they, they would say, "Like, yo, you have, you have, like, it's that thing of you're holding me to the standards of your mom because, like, I know how how great of a woman my mom is." And I, I'm like, bro, I don't want you to be my mom. I don't expect you to be my mom. I can cook, clean. I can. I just told y'all at the, the uh, forefront of this podcast, I do all my shit by myself. So, you know, me calling my mom every day, me texting my mom, just because you didn't experience that or you haven't dealt with niggas who love their mom the way I do doesn't mean that I'm a mommy's boy or that's an issue. It means that, well, you, you messing with a nigga who really loves his mom. That's it, period. It's not an issue to me. And that that didn't that never interfered with my relationship. So that's like hearing that last night where as soon as they came on, they were like, Well, a man with mommy issues is a mommy's boy. I was like, wait, wait, hold on. That's that's an issue in itself because why why are you immediately thinking that? That's that to me is wild. Yeah. I think that's a I think it's a false equivocation, honestly, in that in that regard. I think men who love their mothers will often respect women. That has not been my that's not been my actual experience. Um, will not say who it is, but there is a person who has a lot of influence in my life who did not respect me but wholly respected his mom and treated us completely different, which like I understand in certain ways, but to this day it's still very, very present in my life and it's it's very like it's there. Can, can I ask you a question? How was how how much do you know about the way that his father treated his father's mother? not present? Mm. So, I mean, that's the thing. It's like I think I think there's this thing. It's like so, men don't necessarily. They're okay. Let me just backtrack. You see, yes. you see what you see what I do not going with that. That and I said it last night during the live. I do not think that mommy and daddy issues are real things. I think that they're societal constructs that were placed on what people think how people react to trauma. Right. Trauma happens in life. Trauma happens in life. I have a loving father and a loving mother and was raised with both of them, though they're not together now. That didn't happen until I was well into my teenage years. 
However, men specifically, and I won't speak for everybody, but I know men in my life and men, even not necessarily in my life, have claimed women with daddy issues are women who are typically promiscuous in their eyes. Mm. And I think that that's one of the biggest fucking stipulations and goddamn stigmas of things is that like, oh, your dad wasn't in your life. So that's why you're fucking everything that has. And I agree. Excuse me? No, I say I agree with you. Okay, I was. <laughs> nah, nah, I say I, I Lord, agree. Yeah. Jesus, but I think that also with the same, with same with like with. Mo- that's what I'm saying. Roller. I know bad rollers. But there's no, there's no, there's not a, it's not a roll. It's just okay. We're not. Okay, all right. <laughs> we are not going to do that. We I don't we knew where you was going. <laughs> all right. We knew. We. It's so like it was. It was so easy to do that. That's what I'm saying. Like Annika, please. No, no, I, I, I agree. However, I do oh, that there are certain, there are, like I said, there are characteristics that people project onto other people, primarily women in the whole daddy issue thing. It's like, oh, so you fucked a lot of guys or you carry yourself a certain way. You must have daddy issues or, oh, you have a certain level of independence as a, uh, as Rachelle said last mm-hmm. night, Renee. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lady, late, late. Hey, I'm crying. Lady, lady, I am crying. I think it's a lady. I just think that trauma has been applied and, and like, well, at least the interpretation ha- of trauma has been placed in weird and wrong ways. And people then are all of a sudden being like, you got daddy issues. You got mommy issues. Oh, you love your mom. You must have some kind of fucking deep seated issue. Love your mom, my guy. I love that you love your mom because hopefully that means that you respect women as a whole. Right. If it don't line up that way, then that means that there's yeah. some there's some underlying issue. To speak to your point, Renee, this person's dad wasn't in his life, so therefore, what does that mean? Does he have daddy issues? Never is there a conversation about like not never, but very rarely is there a conversation about men having daddy issues well, and mom having mom men, women having. And that's what issues. I said last night. And. and- and I said, and I, and that's what that was my point last night. I don't necessarily think that it's a like even if we were to play off of the mommy and daddy issues thing. I don't think that okay. that's gender that's specific, fine. right? Like I I I tend I don't even tend I I can tell you that I have seen I witnessed and I do believe that if if you were not shown how to speak or treat treat women as a child, I think it's gonna be it's 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 probably going to push you towards not knowing how to communicate with women or not knowing how to communicate with people like in like a productive way. Like if you always see your parents arguing, 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 when you go to school, more than likely that's how you're going to resolve conflicts. Like it's all about the example that is set as you grow up. And I don't know if that's, I don't think that's a specific thing. That's why I asked you. And that's why I asked you, was his father present with his mother? So he may, yes, he may love his mother, and he may, you know, uh, you know, uh, treat her with utmost respect, but that's the mm-hmm. person that kept him alive his whole entire life. Now, on the outside of that, if he did not see a mother, a, another man growing up, speak to his mother with respect, or or know how to speak in a calm voice, or show show him how to, you know, uh, 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 appreciate her as an like as he came up, he he didn't see that side. So now it's his turn to be in a relationship where it's another woman. Mm. He doesn't know how to do that. He has not necessarily seen that. And we can't just turn on TV and learn how to do that shit. We can't go to the barbershop and learn how to do that shit. It's often the example that's set in the household. That's why I said, like, 
yeah, it's cool. He may be best friends with his mom, yeah, but that don't right. mean he know how to treat a woman, right? That don't know he know how to speak to a woman because he didn't necessarily and I think that's, see that growing up. That's, so, where, that's, where, that's where there's like a misalignment is that there are men who love facts, their moms facts. and cherish their moms and they treat their moms with the utmost respect and just love. Mm-hmm. But these, a lot, of, not a lot, there are many cases in which men do not have fathers in that case. And that's why their mom was such a big, a big like placeholder in their life. Mm-hmm. Not to say, obviously, there are people who do have loving parents that are together, such as Jason, like, you know, like I'm not Absolutely. in that boat, but like at the same time, like I understand and I respect that. But there are men who say, "Oh, I know how to treat women. I know how to respect women. I I love my mom. Therefore, that means that I love to respect all women and do the complete mm-hmm. opposite." And, and that's and, what and, we and, and vice versa with that's women in their in their dad. Yes, yeah. yes. I was a daddy's girl my whole life, my entire life, nigga. When I say that I have fucked plenty of guys, and it's not because of my dad, that's just the truth. You cannot place promiscuity, quote right, unquote, because right. I don't believe that's a thing. You cannot place me being sexually open with me having daddy issues because my dad loves and cares for me no matter what and always has. So why is it that automatically that, that, yeah. that that's the that's the parallel? Like and, and, it, and, it, and it shouldn't that shouldn't automatically be the parallel because there are so many people who have have been labeled as having quote unquote daddy issues and it's not promiscuity that they chosen to attach themselves to it's lack of trust it's niggas ain't shit it's like you know a whole bunch of different things that it that it um i guess it it shows itself in you know what i'm saying um but it's kind of one of them things where again I, i the more that you guys talk about it it makes more sense that it is less of it should be less of a title and more in terms of mommy issues, daddy issues, um, and more of a situation of your experiences, of how you grew up, experiences, of, yeah. of right. the things that you were shown, of um, the relationship that you had, whether it be with your mom, your dad, your cousins, your aunts, because it could have very well been a situation where like uh, a certain parent wasn't present, but you had your grandmother or you had your aunt or you right. had your uncle or you right. spent the night over right. your cousin's right. house and you right. saw your cousins treated your mother, their mother like trash. And you was like, all right, well, you know what I'm saying? It could have been the same. Yeah. same. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, there's but, so many different. Absolutely. And and, it, and it's also also about influence too, right? Like if you around, if you around a bunch of niggas your whole entire life that have always taught you that women ain't shit, mm-hmm. bitches, hoes, and this and that, like, what do you expect the child is going to yeah. think when he gets of age? It's just like if you are, uh, or, you, or, you know, if you're a, a, a young girl around, you know, your auntie, your mom, your grandmother, and all of them have been heartbroken time and time again. And they've constantly reiterated that, you know, niggas ain't shit and don't don't fall in love with one. They're going to just try to get you pregnant or whatever. Like, what do you think this child is going to think when she gets to 18 years old and she's facing a situation where she's in college and she's on her own and men are trying Less to push her? They may be respectful. But if you right. less than eighteen, huh? yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I'm I'm just gonna throw eight, out eighteen and say you're on your own. Like you, you know, yeah. Or even less than, like you said, less than. And men are trying to approach you, or boys are trying to approach you. What then? It's just natural yeah. to lean back on what you know, what you've been taught. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't know. Like, that's what I see. I don't it's know. Not, that's not gender yeah. specific it's, to me. It's not gender specific at all because we all have experiences from both men and women. The lack of men, the lack of women, or the abundance of men and the abundance of women, and all uh, just influence across the board that shape us to who we are and make us view the world yeah. a certain way before right. we even step out into the world. That's the wild thing. Like we have perception on what life is to be yeah. before we even so, touch right. the So sidewalk. two things. So the, the solution to all this. Well, I, I want to bring up a major point after the solution. The solution to all this, I really think, to take it one step further, is not 
whether or not I don't think it's it's whether or not you know certain parents are if you have both parents or one parent and in your life growing up I think it's as you're growing up if whoever raises you they have to do a good job which not a lot of people do they have to do a good job of helping you understand and develop a strong sense of self there are a lot of people out in this world because they aren't comfortable with themselves they cause a lot of issues with other people and that's something that we talked about earlier where just because somebody is in a bad position or they're in a bad mood they try to bring somebody else down with them because misery loves company and because they haven't had that upbringing where their parents and and this happens a lot of time in the two-parent household you have two parents they're both working or they just they're always on the move or they just don't take the time to develop or help that child develop a strong sense of self and then they put them out in the world and then now the child is taking all of the all of their 20s all of their teen years trying to find themselves and that's the the consistent statement that a lot of people say growing up oh shit I'm trying to find myself I'm trying to find myself and I think the similarity between all four of us is that growing up you had at least at least one parent instilling in you or at least one person raising you is stealing in you a strong sense of self so that when it when it comes time to react when your back's against the wall you react no matter how low you feel no matter what the challenge is no matter what the obstacle is you react now the second part in that same vein when you know y'all were talking about men and and, and us putting promiscuity on women um when or or tying that to daddy issues. Yeah. I see a lot of women tying, oh, men are un, un, uh, what is it? Uh, emotionally unavailable to mommy issues. And I'm tired of that shit because just because I don't mm. want to share my thoughts with you, because it, for, for me as a man, you know, I've gotten a whole, I'm emotionally unavailable. No, it's not I'm emotionally unavailable. It's I am emotionally available. I don't, I don't, what the fuck does that even mean? mean? Like, like, I I see it a lot on Twitter and, and, yo, it it gets me angst because every time there's a back and forth between a man and a woman now, specifically black men and black women, it always, and, and there's a different disagreement where the man doesn't agree with the woman. It's, oh, you, y'all don't want to talk about feelings. Y'all emotionally unavailable. No, I don't want to hurt your feelings. That's why I'm not saying I'm trying to deliver it in a way for that you to all understand. Boils, that all boils down to communication. I think emotion, emotional unavailability is is either a man who is not willing to communicate or a woman who is pushing a man to communicate who's not ready to do so. There's usually some kind of uh, in That's between, a, la- yeah, like, a, a complete and, lack of communication. Right. And, I, and I completely get where you're going with that. However, I do not believe that that is on par. Like Emotional unavailability and placing women as promiscuity to me is not, they're not parallel. Like they're completely different because, because Yo, men, that's, because the men first, that's the first thing they run to. That's the first I'm thing they run it, to. I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to keep it a buck, man. I'm going to keep it a buck, man. I'm a man college, man. I was cool with, with, with girls that we might've called promiscuous. And for real, for real, a lot of them come from two parents homes. You know what it was though, for real? Mm-hmm. They used to tell me like, it's, 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 it's really what it was. Like their parents, they, their parent, their parents kept them in the that, house, so then when it's time to jump out, that, they go wild. It's, and it's the same thing, like niggas that drank a lot in college. Like when you, man, if you if you never was outside and you get to your freshman year in college, 
and you party, party, right. party because you weren't uh, you weren't able to do this right. your whole entire life. You wasn't your parents kept you, you know, your, your parents kept you in Sunday school. Your ass was not, you know, you you ain't you missed you went to every vacation Bible school you, on the weekends. You was at home studying like so. Now it's time to have your freedom and you kind of being rebellious against the the system I that brought you up. I think you know it's I mean? either it one or that. In it's my either that, have um, it's either trauma, which happens, or it is, as Dathan was saying, yeah. you have a sense of self. It's either one of those three, or it's a combination of those and and whatever mixing pot it becomes. Oh, no, absolutely. I, no, I'm just yeah. saying it wasn't like I'm just saying I'm like for, me per- for myself conversations that I've had. Yeah, but those for three, myself, that, that it was yeah. a matter of trauma yeah. that I reacted to. And then in turn, like me, me reacting to that trauma, like Jason just said, like you react, you learn how to react or you learn how to shelter yourself in a certain way in reaction Mm -hmm. to you end up realizing that maybe it's not that I'm not doing this because of trauma. I'm doing this because this is what I want to do and I'm fine with it. So like there's just so many elements to it. Mm -hmm. I think that with emotional unavailability, it is not men are not actually held to the same standard as women are when it comes to them being held as rollers or promiscuous Mm -hmm. or hoes or whatever the case may be. You know what I mean? Like it's though they are in, in the same like bucket, they're not the, they're not the same at all. And I just think that me being, cause I'm also, I've also been very emotionally unavailable and it's because I don't give a fuck. There's a difference between me not giving a fuck and me actually like rejecting men because I feel like they're going to hurt me. You know what I mean? Like there's just so and I think that's what Dathan was saying too. Like it's different right. between him being emotionally unavailable and him literally right. just not and ready. He, and to I open feel like men are completely capable of, of feeling yeah. that way and doing that way. I just think that it should be a conversation. And I'm not saying that Dathan hasn't had those conversations. I'm not saying other men have had that conversations, but it's the setting those guidelines and those expectations up front. These women on Twitter, these men on Twitter going back and forth that don't know shit about they one don't another. Know and, they have no, and, and, and that's what I'm saying. People just, people oh just my jump, God. People just jump oh to, God. To, to find a source or find a reason. Like Caitlin was saying earlier, to find a reason mm-hmm. why stuff or you're doing stuff. And I'm like, bitch, it's not because I'm emotionally unavailable. Or, yo, it's not because, you know, I was promiscuous. It's not because of how I grew up. To me, look, I own all my decisions. I did what I did because it's the fuck what right. I wanted to do. And my question to all of those people who have these standing opinions, um, how many of y'all, one, are in relationships, period? Two, how many of you all are in How many of you all are in successful hey, yo, relationships that have, been, that have been going on for a very long time that you're able to speak to any of these conversations? Because the only person that I want to hear hey, from is someone who has experience, bro. someone who knows, nah, someone look, who can share. Look, I, ain't going, so I, ain't, I ain't gonna hold so you. Rap. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. I thought, I thought the initial answer would be a lot of these people are single, but that's not true. A lot of these people are actually in relationships who say this dumb shit, but they aren't in. Happy, yeah, these niggas are these niggas are so they're projecting the, the things that they desire with the looking for. Yes, yes. yo, girls be look, look, and I, it's, it's only because I pay attention to women on Twitter. I've I've seen this happen for years. Girls will hop on Twitter and be subtweeting, dogging their nigga for not doing something, be ragging on niggas, and be in whole relationships. Be like, oh, niggas ain't shit. Niggas da 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 talking about mm. their nigga wilding and i mean niggas do the same shit about their yo 
you know, I wish I had a shorty I'm give me crying. back on Saturdays. Like <laughs> on Saturdays specifically. And I'm like, I'm like, bro, like you're in a whole relationship. That's not that's not something you bring to Twitter. That's something, you know, you go, yo, babe, like, what what's up what's up with women and this, that, and the third? Why why do I think that this is an issue with women? Tell me about it. I think that's what I, the, I think you. that's what the main issue is, is that mm. when people say things. They say things as, as like the actual end all be all rather than like a hypothesis. Nigga, why are things like this? Ask rhetorical questions. Do not make direct statements about an entire fucking mm-hmm. segment of humanity. Do not do that. Be like, women are this, women are that, men are this, men are that. No, there are some men like this. There are some men like that. There are some women that's like, there's some women like that. It doesn't fucking group into one thing. And that's why whenever I try to talk about things, I say there are a lot of men or in my experience, mm-hmm. I have experienced these men being like this the men in my life the women in my life whatever like there's no there's no like actual straight line to what men or what what women are or are not like that's the thing and it's just irritating like shut the fuck up be miserable in your relationship keep it to your goddamn self if you don't want to be in it leave it and then if not find you the next nigga that's, that's gonna make that's, you happy the that's end. the hard that's the hard decision for a lot of people the the conversation we need to have next time is about mm. attachment because attachment is the real killer. Attachment and deception is the real killer of a lot of relationships before, during, and after mm. they occur. Mm. Oh, yeah, hey, you know, know what I mean? This nigga, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga, this nigga, all right, so so what's this? We'll be taking away. We'll be taking away. People need to mind. People need to mind their own fucking business. Say that again, for real. I was about to say that shit. Mind, mind your, your own, own fucking business. Stay in your own goddamn relationships. Don't worry about the trauma that other people have gone through. Don't worry about other people's experiences. Worry about your own. Make your life a better life and be fucking better people to one another. Y'all are some. Seek bitches. therapy for yourself. I hate that shit. Yes. Real, for real. For real. For real. For real. <laughs> Real quick, it comes back to the communication piece. When you have these discussions, it's very, very, very important to be patient and to listen with your ears and not your mouth. Like everybody wants to respond and everybody wants to get their story mm-hmm. out there without actually yeah. thinking it through. Like, I, I, yo, there's still things I haven't talked about with my girl that I haven't talked about. Only because, like, it takes time to really process and get those things out, and and uh, in a time and in a place where you want to feel comfortable them in a healthy doing way. So. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to just come out the gate and be like, "All right, hey, shorty, all right." In college, I fucked this many people. You know, I did this with that mm-hmm. many people. I got a hundred k in debt, mm-hmm. student loans. This, you you can't. And do I need that. for people, like, okay, you, okay, Amber. right? And I need for people to understand that, like. <laughs> That it's okay to do that because people cap all the time and be like, no, I need you to tell me everything up front. Let me know. You don't want to know. You really don't want to know. But allow people the space and the opportunity to grow into having such conversations. And and for me, that that has been a life lesson in mine. For me, I always ask my partners up front, like, yo, all right, let's let's I get the sex conversation out early. I'm like, all right, look, I know we gotta have it. Let's get it out early. Now, now that I know we, we've got it on the table, now we can slowly start breaking down those layers. 
don't don't wait to introduce the sex conversation. Introduce it and then let the stories develop. Because sex in what context? Just hey, you know, what what is your sexual history? Do you have anything? You know, have you had any complications <laughs> with anything? Different things like seriously. One. Seriously. Seriously. One. Ser- no, I'm just you, gonna if, you if we're if we're entering into a relationship. I will forthright be like, hey, look, I just, had my, I just had my pap. Hey, look, I'm good. If I'm, if I'm, nah, if I'm, if, if I'm, if we, nah, if we have sex, if we having sex, if we having sex, <laughs> or about all, nah, all hey, that's if we have room. The, nah, this is a mistake <laughs> a lot of, a lot of people make. If we having sex, don't be afraid to ask the person about what, hey, yo, are you good? Seriously. That's because you, though. you, you, no, you, no, you no, are asking. You can't have nah, my pussy facts. Front, I don't, that, that's not what it is. You What's don't good? need to know shit. You don't need to What's know good? if I got gang bangs in college. You don't need to know I, if I look, actually look, have, not, if I had threesomes, if I've been with women. You don't need to know any of that. All you need to know. Yo, did you know who brought who brought gang bang in the toy? I said complications. Do we what have com- any whatever you did in college? Right? Hey, that's exactly what I said. You brought game bangers, you brought other complications. Because so I think about complications like as being healthy. I have right? PCOS. Like, I have, no, I have endometriosis. No, no, like, that's no, what no, I think Nick, of complications. Nick, niggas not being able to get up. <laughs> Straight. Straight. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Okay. Uh, no, all right. I'm, nah, I'm, nah, I'm I, I hear you. I see you. I, that's <laughs> oh, oh, if she, over, over, she, if she over, I need to purchase some blue cheese, little, my guy. You got a little ED. Look, over time, over, you need a, the, over time, you need a blue the chew. body count, because everybody always wants no. to bring to the body count. Over time, Nobody the body count. Nobody needs to know count. my body look, count. Fact, look, look. Over over time, so he's he's saying exactly. he's saying people okay. go to body okay. count with other questions that need to be asked. Over time, that's that shit will 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 weed itself out. You know, you run into people all the time that your partner has fucked and yada, yada, yada. That's when that shit comes up because if a person tries to try you, then it's like, all right, look, we used to have a thing that is, is obviously it's not going on. But if that person tries something, just know what it is because shit like that happens. And that's when you address it. But when you have sex with people, ask questions first, shoot later. Like, yo, like, bro, all right, we fucking. Most most niggas don't even use condoms. We fucking what what's going on here? Are you good? Don't don't wait till you get down by the eater out and then hop on Twitter and be like, yo, that joint smelled like the motherfucking war fish market. All right, <laughs> son. Ask questions. Oh wait, so, so wait, 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 wait. Communicate. So in that specific that specific it? example, right? What would the question be? Do you wash? Do you wash? <laughs> do you? Yeah, like you got what's your pH looking like? Just add be simple with it. I mean you ain't gotta be like pH or whatever. Just be like for me. Yeah, I need to know I need to know what's going on. For me, you can literally just ask like, yo, all right, like are you are you good? Or when's the last time you got tested? Are you good? Seriously. You can't Okay, the testing absolutely. That's, that's a valid. That's okay. valid. That's yeah, you valid. can't present it to me like, "Are you good?" What you mean? Am I good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I mean, I mean, I'm, I, it's, 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 yeah, like it's you, a say, you say, thing. we say, you all saying we good the, for everything, but you saying the phrase complications, you saying that word like 
like niggas like women have like i look at it from a women's perspective like complications are way deeper than just like stds or stis shit like that you know what i mean like so like i'm thinking like i, I get he, that and and that's why he, you say he, is, he asking, is he asking me why i if i if i can have babies in the next five years like nigga what no like ask exactly what you just said hey have you been tested recently if you have been tested recently have you had other partners that maybe i should be aware of just for the sake of not necessarily to shame not necessarily to know their business but just to keep yourself in a space that's very safe i agree i'm with worried you about my i'm worried about myself when oh, i put my right. dick in you the first time yo yeah but I, maybe you should use a fucking condom then no but that but that's I'm what i'm fine. saying yo i'm but not. But why? But look, 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 just, because, just because you just because you wear a condom don't mean that that one hundred percent protects you no, from I anything. That, but but at the same time, is that you fuck bitches with less questions asked. I know it, Jason. Woo. I'm not saying we've all been there. You, you don't know my wow. life. You haven't fucked each other. You right. We haven't fucked each other. That's great. We can establish that. But how, right. all I know is that <laughs> niggas make reckless decisions. Everybody, it's, niggas is is a gen, is and, not a and, gender and, specific and, thing. And, and from that knowledge, I'm telling y'all niggas, ask questions up front. You, don't wait. Straight. I would tell you right now. If you ask, if you said that you asked every person you had sex with, no, no, but, but, no, no, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about I'm telling you, based on my knowledge, because I haven't, I have done some things and I haven't done some things, it is important. You know, I'm telling you, ask up front. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Hold on. I, I thought we was no, going to no, talk about that. That's what I was trying. The no, thing is, I don't need to get a chance to read, so I just need to hear you know I can't read, like. Bro, I'm not, I'm not reading five pages of shit. I'll give, I'll give, 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 give a recap. The TLDR. Yeah, because, look, I've been... Yeah, things I learned. What's it? Things I learned today? Yeah, my headphones. I need to hurry up. I'm my niggas talking about this. So, long story short, there's this story on Reddit uh, there was this woman because of the quarantine, she was having a double date on Zoom with her her um her sister and her this sister's boyfriend. boyfriend and her fiance, right? And turns out they they all are close or whatever. Her sister and her sister's boyfriend, they went to college with the young lady. And long story short, the sister's boyfriend and her fiance got are are close, right? And they had a conversation on the side, aside from the Zoom uh, video chat, the, the group chat or whatever. And the sister's boyfriend spilled a whole lot of tea about the um, the young man's fiance, about her past life in college, about, you know, how many people she done slept with, the type of shit she was doing, how she got gangbanged, and all this, this, that, and the third. So. With that being said, the guy then, the, the, the issue is that the woman was like, she hasn't heard from her fiance in three days. He asked her about the situations, her past life in college. And um, she told him, but she didn't remember all the details, obviously, because she said, she reiterated she was in college, allowed that stuff. You know, she's under the influence and, and didn't, and didn't, um, and and you know didn't remember, but because of all that, all all of what was told by her sister's boyfriend to the guy, 
he's now not talking to her. He is now not communicating with her. And he's ghosting her, question, her completely. Right. Like he's bound. Her question is now, what's going to happen? Is he going to stay with her or is he going to leave her? Wow. Y'all go. I got. I already got my answer. I'm gonna let y'all go first. Okay. I'm coming right. in with the with the nuke. You know what I mean? All right, so yeah, let's, all let's let Renee go right. before his headphones die again. So all in all, he mad because he found out his girl got a train ran on her, and he, she didn't tell. Don't use that. Him. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Another key point. She said in the Reddit that they had a conversation about their past sex life, and she. Admittedly, so did not on purpose did not tell him about certain instances or certain things. She that said happened. she was not a hundred percent honest. That hey, is, hey, I think that's, that hey, same yeah. thing. But same that doesn't necessarily <laughs> same thing. No, no, no same that's, thing. What she you're, was you're, not a hundred percent honest. What so you're doing knew, is leading. You're leading. You no, 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 I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm. I'm she said she wasn't a hundred percent honest. Okay, but she believed that he was a hundred percent honest. Yeah, okay. so he believes that he was. Okay, so all right, so they they both agreed to sit down and talk about their sexual history. She said that he was one hundred percent honest, whereas she might have held some things back. She right. where she did not might have. She, she did. did. She did hold some things back. So yes. now it's Admittedly come out that so. she had an experience where she had sex with multiple people at the same exact time. Right, and he feels a way about it. So exactly. what's the question here? Should he? What would? Well, should he feel a way? What should she do? Oh, because she, he's ghosted she, her. Well, yeah, she she was wondering if the is the relationship over or like is he going to come back? All right. Well, he's probably not going to come back. Just a simple fact that he probably like. T- let's keep it real, man. Let's keep it real. Like it's it's easy to talk about like you know sex and all that, but reality is that sometimes when you're talking about like your sexual past with your partner, it can be uncomfortable at times, depending on the scenario or the situation or maybe who you had sex with him. Like, th- th- those were some of the things that he put on the table. So let's say he had sex with one of her friends. You know, that might have taken a lot for him to admit, like, yo, okay, you know what, I did, I, you know, I had sex with one of your friends, I'm giving you the heads up, whatever. So he made himself vulnerable, and he opened up himself to his sexual past, and years later, come to find out she do the same exact thing, he probably gonna feel Down. tight. He's probably gonna, no, no, he's okay. probably gonna feel tight. I'm here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, right, you went out for like mm-hmm. a quick second. <laughs> My bad, my bad. Yeah, he he's probably gonna feel a way about that. Um, is it something that he's gonna get over? Uh, he's probably gonna get over it, but he's it's gonna be a while. And I think it more so probably because of the act, the act that it actually was, like the act of having sex with multiple guys at the same time. He probably like ain't really too turned on by that. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's probably gonna be a while, but he'll probably. Get I over don't it. think. So. Nope. How long? How long? How long? They been, hold on. How long they been together? Did they say? Well, they they oh, said Lord. they are engaged. So I think I it's only, probably been a, a, at least a couple couple years. Yeah, maybe I can, I can only assume. You know, wait, but I, I I'm gonna try to double check. But they, I don't they think are it's engaged. Bad. Yeah, okay, they're engaged. See, I didn't, oh, if they're engaged, damn, bro. How how you explain calling off your engagement? It man? just didn't work out. <laughs> you have to like, what do you say? So 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 they've been they've been with each other for two years and they've been engaged for two months. Oh, so no, nah, it's over. It was over. That that oh long. yeah. Yeah, that ain't that long. Yeah, he calling that off. Calling yeah, that no, off. I what I think that like the perspective should be is like she obviously is in a state of panic because she's seemingly I can't speak for her, but it seems like she feels like she's being judged for something that happened in her past has nothing to do with her current life and all of that. 
what I think in my perspective of this is, is that she should not want to be with him. If he reacts in such a way in which he just literally drops off the face of the earth, mm. then you can suck my dick. You can go on, get off, <laughs> go ahead. But clearly what it means is that there's a certain, Yo, yeah. there's a certain level of like, I don't That's care. Wild. I don't care if y'all want to talk about anything. Like if I want to have sex with, with three, four niggas at the same time, then so That's be crazy. it. If it's not during a relationship, why the fuck does it matter? My pussy still feels the same to you, so who cares? Like, but go okay, ahead. so but this but this is the question. Yeah, about, but this is, I guess that, that's, one these, that's one of these um, the questions though. Is it is he mad because of the act? Wait, hold or is he wait, Renee, Renee, let her let her. Let no, her her, he can be mad. The thing is, it's like sure he can be no, he can be mad at the fact that maybe she wasn't completely honest. But the thing is, that doesn't mean that she necessarily lied. Sure, maybe she omitted what? certain things. There, what? I'm not letting this fly. I let a lot of shit fly. I'm not letting this fly. Deception is deception is deception. You can lie by telling me falsehoods, or you you can deceive me by lying and telling me falsehoods, or you can deceive me by not telling the whole truth. Guess what? Okay, you guess still what, deceived me. Nobody you deceived knows, me. Nobody knows you deceived you me. Nobody right knows you it's, it's not, it's it's not about... No, 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 no. It's not even hurt. Look, it's about, it's about deception. It's not... No... Y'all went Do you hear right yourself to, right now? Because you're, you're being a hypocrite. Excuse me, because excuse me. in the same regard that you're right saying to, this. Excuse me. Y'all went right to sex. Y'all went right to how many bodies. This nigga does not give a fuck about the fact that she got gangbanged. This you nigga lying. literally gives a, this nigga literally gives a fuck about the main thing is is that when he asked her, she did not tell him. Period. But how do you and know he that had, he asked? There's no specifics. Pause. She said, she said. They had conversations about their sex life, and admittedly so, admittedly so, she left out these details. And also, the thing he's mad about is that he found this out through a third party. So everything You're doing is speculating. That, no, yes. no, that's what she said. No, that's exactly talking about what? your sex life. He's yeah. talking about your sex life. Yo, you, no, no, no. Let, look, let's stick to the facts. Let's stick to the facts. What I'm saying is that you're Because let's in the same the thing that you said, deception no, is the not. thing. No. The thing is that let's I don't tell nobody my, who, what my, what my body count is. Facts. Is that me being Can deceptive? we stick to the facts? You're still focusing on the body count. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not using, even I'm talking about that. that. I'm using that as an example. I'm sticking to the facts. She said, she said they had, they had a, they had a conversation about their sex life. She said that she omitted details. Yes. He found out from a third party. Yes. He is mad that she did not tell him. He did not hear it from her. So now, logically, he's going to think, oh, what else didn't you tell me? That is deception. He's going to question her. He is not going to trust her. Relationship over because he doesn't trust now anything that comes out of her mouth. Or uh, and he's now going to question other things that she has told him about her past. And now he got mama issues. Now he emotionally unavailable. No, oh, that's what I'm it's saying. It's not about what nobody. I'm saying, what I, no, that. what I'm saying to you is that this. I'm I'm trying. What I'm trying to do is place something that is an example. I'm not saying this is the main thing. What I'm saying, in the same way that you're saying that something is deceptive, the fact that maybe. Some women do not actually reveal their body count can be perceived as deceptive. What I'm saying is that it could be 10, it could be 12, it could be fucking 50. The thing is that I did not tell you. 
and that is my this that is wasn't my about no you're count. missing my point sir no let, hold on get, get to the point get to the point get to the point, yeah, let get to the point, point. Is, is that there are certain things that women necessarily don't divulge it doesn't seem necessary what woman is just going to be like hey yeah like unless you're talking about fucking threesomes which we don't know what their conversation was or foursomes foursomes whatever the fuck a whole orgy if you like it doesn't matter the thing is, is if you're not actually talking about it we don't know what their conversation was we don't know if he was like hey have you had sex with multiple people at the same time? He didn't know this until he asked her after the fact that it was revealed by another person. And then she was honest about it. The boyfriend of her sister told him. Wait, wait. she said that they had a conversation about, about their sex yes, life. Yes, that you don't divulge she, everything She said at that, that point. She, she, well, then your relationship is not built on 100%. You honesty, a lie. And I can't I'm help you there. This. I can't help you. There. Okay, hold on, hold on, wait, wait. That's okay, it. I can, the thing is, that's the thing is, I can see. I see. I see both. I definitely see both sides. We're not arguing about body I counts. Know. This I is see, about I'm deception. About body count. see, that's the principle. All I'm saying is, you bring. That's a, the only thing. A, is, the only thing you're example, saying is about body counts. Example, the main thing is what Geechee said earlier. If it's omission, it's a lie. Period. I that, that's that's it. That's it. Okay. If all right. Hold on. Hold on. All right, if we talk right, about okay. it, you don't wait, tell wait, me. Wait, wait, wait. All I was going to say was that Kayla, he's Kayla, definitely not getting back for it. Like, it's just, that's... I mean, that's all I was to say. I wanted to say that it's over. Like, I want her to know that it's about time for her to move on to Patrick and just keep it pushing. I do believe that, I mean, just, it's hard because both of y'all are somewhat making like valid points i think like dathan was saying deception is deception period like and it brings into question again a level of trust and it creates this whole big snowball effect of issues but at the same time she could have potentially felt that there was a reason for her not wanting to share specific information whether it's past experiences with her sharing the information and things didn't go well whatever the case may be but at the end of the day the question was what the heck is gonna happen? And sis, you don't have no boyfriend or fiance or probably yet anymore. It's no, it's you don't have no quarantine bag. No, no. Let, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. That take sex out of this. If if you're engaged to a person and you find out from same situation, you find out from a third party that you know over a drunken conversation, yo, your fiance is a hundred k in debt. That's are you saying? I'm having that a would be a, I'm that, just asking. I'm having I mean, that's different, and I'll have a conversation. If, if they say, if, if your fiance is 100K in debt, do you go back? And y'all had a conversation we about, y'all about it. financial past and y'all financial history and all of that. And you go back, you have a conversation, they're like, oh, yeah, you know I'm 100K in debt. Are you saying? Yeah, I, 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 feel like, I, feel like, I feel like at that point, at the, point so the thing is, the key is here that they're mm -hmm. engaged. So I feel like at the point of engagement, man, y'all should really have gone through whether it's like marriage counseling or some sort of like something to really get some of these issues on the table that you don't even think exists. Like being in a relationship is one thing. You know, we move, we operate on our day to day. Right. You know, we decide, you know, on Mondays, I take the trash out. On Wednesday, you take the trash out. You know, on, at 6 p.m., you know, I like to take the shower then. So, you know, like however y'all decide to operate on a day to day, that's fine. You learn those things as you're in a relationship. But there's certain things that, like, you don't even think about asking that you probably should go through some sort of process. It should be maybe some sort of third process. party to, like, help uh -huh. you flesh some of those questions out. Absolutely. So, if you 100K in credit card debt, 
Like that's something that we probably should have talked about a long time ago. And if, and, so if because that if actually that actually that affects out, your life if you get married. It, but but being gangbanged by four guys is not. No, bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Fuck that. Here's the thing. If you have a conversation with someone, yeah, and they don't tell you the details that are as astronomical as these details, you're going to question them regardless. Regardless. Oh, oh, you talking about? Okay, so you talking about if y'all had the question? Yeah, had the yeah, that's, 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 that's the actually interesting that's because the very just, that very thing yeah. has happened. I don't know if y'all. I think we've talked about it before, but I watched this show called Married at First Sight. Um, and these homies aren't engaged; like they're mm-hmm. full on married. And there's this like they're complete strangers. For those people who don't know, they're complete strangers who end up getting married. So there's one. There's this one couple. Of course, I'm blown because it had to be the one black couple on the on the show. Um, and the guy was always fine. Yeah, like this whole episode. The couple from DC? From DC, the Misha and Michael. Oh, yeah, the, the dude, the dude, on, I think the dude on that joint, like, shut up. No, he's not. Like he's lying, or some bro. Shit. <laughs> Wait, Michael yeah, or Brandon? Because yeah, it's two black I'm couples. Okay. One, one of them niggas, you got to ask him when you next time you Yeah, so one, one of the dudes, like Michael, be lying, basically. And the girl, Mika, like, the girl, Mika, like, they have conversations. <laughs> and she'll ask him, like, so I wanted to have this conversation about finances. I make this amount of money. Like, I'm okay kind of being the breadwinner or making the more, but making more money in the relationship. I'm perfectly fine. But, like, let's talk money. Let's talk because you just got this new job. Like, can I see your pay stuff? Can I see this? Can I talk about this? Can I do that? Da, 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 whatever. And he come to find out, like, not to spoil this episode, but anyway, he basically was lying about everything. He didn't really get a new job. Um, he forged um, his, uh, like, um, walk-on papers or whatever those papers are called or whatever. He forged all that paperwork. He forged pay stubs, all just lying, even though they already had a conversation about how much he was going to be making in this new job, what his new job was, like all that stuff. And the thing right. is, like, of course, they have it's to over. stay in it through these eight weeks, right? But she's like, how am I supposed to trust this person? Okay. And, like, every little, like, even down nope. to, like, she, her level of trust has completely been shaken because, like, I think they celebrated like their one month anniversary. Like, there was something that the producers made them celebrate or whatever. And he was like, mm-hmm. um, she gave him like a gift or whatever. And he was like, well, uh, I didn't get you a gift because I didn't want to keep giving you like candy because uh, uh, uh. he would like buy her candy for everything because that was the thing that she liked or whatever. But anyway, I didn't want to buy you candy, so uh, I have tickets for us to uh, go to Jamaica and uh, yeah, whatever. So she was like, I don't even believe this trip. Like, I can't even believe this trip is real because every single thing that he's done up to this point has been a complete lie. Um, so it's just interesting to know that, like, one, people be doing that. And two, it's that specific situation. And just to me, obviously not on the same level, but very reminiscent of the lie. So I wouldn't be surprised, much like Mika, that homeboy be like, yeah, nah, I can't do this. Ah, it ain't getting back together. That's it's done. It's dead. Yeah, it's nah, dead. Relationship, relationship over with. Um, yeah. and I, if if they if they didn't have that conversation, yeah. so I missed her, it. I missed it. Did I he confront cool. her about it? Okay. Okay. He talked to yeah, her about yeah, it he, after. He, yeah. He he yeah he he went to her. He asked her like, "Yo, what's good?" And then follow up questions was wild, which I don't agree with from him. He was like, "You know, um, okay. are you still friends with the niggas?" Da 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 da. Are you friends with them on Facebook? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and of course she was. You know what I mean. So it, 
my like I said, my main point was they already had the conversation. She admitted. Yo, imagine so your did. girl. Imagine you getting on Facebook and you see that your girl like a picture of a nigga. Hey son. <laughs> hey son. Hey. Oh, now you. No, 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 you niggas will be sick. You no, no, you'll be sick. <laughs> niggas will be sick, man. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna tell you right now. Oh, I'm, I'm, That's wild. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I. I'm gonna sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I don't got feelings. Y'all know I'm a Virgo. I'm an emotional yeah. being. Hey, look. Y'all, if y'all I find out that my niggas are unavailable, I'm an emotional being. I'm emotional. No, no, no. You ain't hear what I said. Go ahead. If my hey, listen, if I get engaged and my fiance come to find out had sex with six niggas at one time and she been on Facebook <laughs> liking these niggas' pictures, so I'll be I'm gonna feel away, bro. So you, the you'll fuck be tight. What? You'll be tight. You gonna be because tight. Because in the thing is, you no, know, ultimately, I'm not saying no. You're right. You're right. Like I should not feel a way. No, nah, fuck it. You, you can feel a way. It's not, no, it's you, not no, a matter of him not I, feeling I, I way. Can't. It's him not feeling way because of a certain reason. It's because of the sexual aspect of it. It's not because of. It's not because. It's because. Hey, look, it's because me, of a sense of. of okay, we're not gonna get into it because I'm not gonna argue with you. I'm but I know me. But I'm not saying that to you. I would sit here and admittedly tell you because I know how I be with my feelings. Which at least you can acknowledge that. I absolutely. I'm gonna feel away. I'll be like, like. Uh, Fine, what's good? Like, you know what I mean? Hey, Caitlin. What? <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I bet I'm gonna ask you the this basically what? the same the same thing Geechee just just said. Are you gonna feel some type of way if you know you find a- after the fact you let's say you found out your man's had ran you know with, had mm-hmm. some type of relations with four women at one time. And he's still friends with them on Facebook, liking their pictures, Absolutely. commenting or whatever. Are you going to feel some type of way? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just. Maybe call me an outlier. I like how Dayson didn't ask me the same question because I wouldn't give. No, no, you already. Gave I wouldn't give two shits. You... And I'm, That's fr- what I'm saying. But you I'm friends. With, I'm friends with all my exes, and I'm friends with well, dudes that I fuck too. And I follow but them on Instagram. Me, I like their fucking pictures. So is, who, who, for me, is it? It's an emo no, thing. thing is, like I it's what, an I emo and like a pride. You know what I'm saying? Which is probably yeah, not the yeah, best yeah, way to look yeah. at it. But I would automatically just be like, Ugh, like, mm-mm. so I would question. I would like. I'm like. Bitch, I'm a cancer. All I do is emote things. All I do is feel things. All I do is feel things. But the thing is, is that I'm able to se- I'm able to separate certain things. And I just think that sex should not be something that it's not that serious if it's not that serious. Like it just is what it is. Now, listen, what happened man. in the past is what it is. It's what it is. Listen, man, y'all niggas, listen, y'all just go ahead when the day come, man. Y'all niggas have a therapist on standby. <laughs> Hey, look. Call, listen, call all the hotlines because the nigga gonna be feeling Move all the drink. I'm, I'm gonna be in my feelings. <laughs> listen, man, I'll be riding down. I'm just gonna be driving. My they gonna go hit me be like, Where you at? So I'm like, nigga, I'm in Missouri. I'm in Missouri. No, I was gonna say, I would, late, be, I would I, give, um, go ahead. What's her name from uh, Waiting to Excel? Was it Waiting to Excel? Uh, when Angela Bassett burned up the car? I've um, never been I've never been the violent type. Yep. I've never been the pyro type either. But I would... I've seen this funny-ass tweet. I've seen this funny-ass tweet. It said, it said when Summer Walker said, when Summer Walker said she'd go to jail or hello, but nigga, I didn't feel a yes, way. Yes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that just said, I didn't feel a thing. <laughs> 
that shit had me crying. That's that joke. That's was, funny. Yeah, I, but I know. I know. I, know I would be. I would definitely like, be in my feelings. I probably would do all that, nigga. but I would be. I'll be in my feelings for sure. Yeah, I'll be feeling my feelings, man. I'm trying to tell you, man. I'm definitely gonna be in my feelings. Like it's certain yeah, things facts, I, I would. I knew I wouldn't trip off of. I wouldn't. But were you telling me that it was six niggas and one of the niggas? I would be, I would be I, even more sick on, if man. I was a mutual friend Come with them, on, too. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That, that oh, nigga, your suggested oh friends list. That's that, that oh. nigga. Oh. Oh, every, time you, every time you log on, you got to see this nigga's face and be like, yo, why don't you, why don't you, why don't you she, ask she him? Sheena introduced you to that nigga plenty of times when y'all was out saying, yo, this is my friend from college. Nah, even then, worse. And even then you worse. gotta find out that even on, worse. Bro. Y'all y'all reminiscent, y'all reminiscent looking at old college pictures and a nigga in a picture with her and, and he tagged he tagged nah. nah, I'll be sick, man. I'm I'm definitely gonna be sick. But look, it's late. I enjoyed this episode with y'all. Of course, man. This is a great, great conversation. Oh, um, can I, can I shout something out? Week. Because same, I forgot same, to mention it um, in the whole, like, updates little situation. I had a whole yeah. movie that I worked on um, air on TV One. Yeah. Um, on uh, Sunday. Absolutely. Congrats, um, congrats. The movie actually, <laughs> we finished <laughs> it in 2017. Um, so it's mad old, but um, it was just amazing to be able to like watch the movie and see the clothes that um, I helped to kind of conceptualize, be brought to television, and then at the end to see my name like scroll for the nation to see. It was pretty lit. So, so yeah, don't sleep on the kids. That's dope, man. That's dope. That's dope. Congrats. Yeah. It was called Sinners Wanted. Um, what was the name very, of the movie? No, I thought you said that was called Palm, Palm Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> I swear that's what you said. Day. Oh, came out Palm It is. It gives faith based. It gives Tyler Perry esque. It gives like it does. This thing is gonna give it does. This, I mean, obviously <laughs> from the title, but um, it's a really good movie about love, about acceptance, about forgiveness. Word. Tyler Perry asked me if they got a crazy black man in that joint. And a broken black and, woman. And, I had to think a, about and it. And like, a, and a bro- actually, oh, like, yes. no, it definitely is. <laughs> but, but it's right. a great, I know. But it's got, a, I mean, it's a great film. Thing, Shout out to um, the lead actor and actress, Ashley Rios and Kenneth Wayne. They're both actors that you have to be on the lookout for because not only are they my friends and my clients, but they are the most amazing actors that like are out at least in the DMV area. Um, and again, they're amazing. To me, Kenneth is the next Denzel, and I'm not saying that because that's my man's. I'm saying that because this dude is talented as Jax. Um, and same thing for for Ash. So shout out to them. Um, and yeah, I just I'm I'm grateful for that opportunity or whatever. So yeah, that's that. That's that. That's a big up. That's huge. That's huge. Like yeah. you said, you put so much work into it, you know, three years ago. Yeah. I see it hit TV one. That ain't no light shit. You know what I'm saying? That's that's really good. You know, we, quarantine we can sit time, here, yeah, we can sit here and try to downplay, you know, BT TV one. Look, listen, them jokes is on cable television, bro. Like, yeah. And like you said, during yes. quarantine. So niggas was tuned in. So that's dope. That's dope. Manica, what you got this week, man? I know it's your daughter's birthday. What y'all yeah, got planned? Yeah, I mean, here we are. Locked, in, locked in the house. Um, my little sister's gonna make her cupcake. 
I got her a switch game and like some leisurely clothes. She's not a, she's not like a, a prissy girl. She's a sweatpants and athletic wear type of girl. Cause she plays soccer. So she feels like mm. that's her, her <clears throat> aesthetic. Um, I'm just excited to spend the day with her. Like I don't have to take her, her birthday off. I'm able just to wake up, make her breakfast, give her her gifts, enjoy the day. Um, we usually let, you know, them choose where to go to dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it would have been Cheesecake Factory. Fortunately, out oh, here, so DoorDash delivers Cheesecake Factory, so we'll. Probably, oh, that's the. That's yeah, dope. we'll probably. Yeah, we'll probably do something like that. I feel bad because I, under these yeah. circumstances, like this is a shitty birthday. <laughs> She's turning 11, so like you know, though it's not 10, it's not double digits. It's still closer and closer to like being like a big kid yeah. and like being a teenager. So. It means something to her. It means something to me, and I'm I'm excited to spend the day with her. But like whole yeah. time, I'm also You've got like, a teenager on your hands, sis. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and she already is like throwing me like <laughs> a little like quips, and I'm like, girl, what did you just say? That's funny. Like, but it's not like out. It's not like super out of line. It's just kind of like, ha ha ha. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you got it. Word, Nathan, what you got this week, bro? I ain't got too much going on. Same old, same old. Working these slave shifts right now. You know, niggas think working from home is means, you know, you're available from, from 8 to 9, you know, 8, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. and shit. So, you know, you get emails late. You you got to turn shit around real quick. Um, but just managing that, you know, staying active, staying healthy, and uh, always trying to expand the podcast, always trying to expand our reach, you know, reach out to sponsors. Stuff like that, man. Always trying to, you know, differentiate ourselves, make it bigger, grow big. We're going, you know, we're going to make a million off this shit. It is what it is. You got to speak yeah, in this existence. Yeah, so it is, yeah. I ain't got shit too much going on this week, man. It's cool. And like Nathan said, man, these niggas got, these niggas got to respect some boundaries, bro. Like, I'm working with a team in California. They they got times on all fucked. I was just looking at my phone right now. These niggas are sending emails. I'm like, yeah, not, not happening. You know what I mean? But it's cool. Right. Like, yeah, no yeah, just trying to find some balance. Uh, Man, Lady Geeks, dog, she fucked around to order a damn okay. Peloton bike, bro. And that's it. Oh, shit. Son, son. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm kind of geeked over that joke because I saw it. There's a... It's giving like, it like, They're really fucking... Yeah, like, you can ride through... Like, yeah, now that shit cool, man. You can, like, ride through, like, different little scenery. So I'm I'm excited for that joke to come, but it's not gonna be here for, like, another month, though. So. Mm. Um, oh, one thing I did want to talk about real quick. I know, you know, we got this quarantine shit going on like that, but is there anything that we not going back to do? Like, I'm I'm thinking about the gym, right? Like, are we going to be ready to go back to the actual gym and be around a bunch of sweaty motherfuckers when this shit is all said and done? Like, what industries are going to take a hit? Look. Look, I'm not... After this quarantine is lifted, I'm not going to brunch. I'm not going to no bar. I'm not going to the gym. I'm, I'm for real, for real, just not trying to go out to public places within those first two to three months because everybody's going to be mm. running back out. And guess what? Corona That's what it is. Still and Sir Parsons Trinity had a second and, wave because everybody was running to casinos. Yeah. Yeah, yeah people going to be, f- and places mm. going to be packed. And because, look, one, it's the summertime. And two, everybody's itching to get out. And yeah. people are going to go overboard and be overly nuts. All over the place. I'm fine. Staying in the house. I'm not going to the gym. Yeah. Gym's going to be crowded. And gross. I'm not going out in the bar. Yeah, I'm not going nowhere. People gonna be in your face, sweating, da da da, throwing back shots. Bars not gonna be clean. Yeah, that's a fact. I'm cool. That's a Standing fact. Out. Yeah, yeah. I just thought, I just thought about it because, like I said, she ordered that shit, and we just talking about like continuing trying to just build out like a little home gym. Says, for for gym might be dead, bro. I don't know if I'm gonna be comfortable enough to really go out 
in the spaces where it's just going to be a lot of just body filth. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. All right, man, y'all got any PMBs mm-hmm. for the week? I do. Just, it's a quick up, one. Um, so, shout out to my mans, uh, two or three of them that decided to catcall an ogle from their passenger seats while I was walking. That ass, though. What you mean? What the niggas can't okay. niggas- it is not like it got to the point where my youngest daughter noticed oh, and she's like mommy why is he looking at you like that and I was I had to explain to her at that moment that there are just men who do things that don't make any sense yeah. and you just have to ignore it and I had to have the conversation with a with a nine-year-old so and told and told her even that she would probably most likely definitely experience it in her life as she gets older so like fuck them yeah. I don't understand why this is a thing Talk now in 20 and 20. And, you know, 20. <laughs> and I just don't, you know, nobody should have to explain that to their to their nine-year-old, that they will eventually be treated the same way that they saw their mom treated and did not care for Absolutely. it at all. No, you're, you're right. Said that, said, that man should be, said that man should be buried in a shallow grave. I, I will say this, man. That's niggas, what she said. Niggas that, niggas that do that shit. Niggas that do that type of shit out of windows, nine times out of ten, mm-hmm. wouldn't say nothing nope. to your face if y'all were to meet in a public space. It'd be the same nothing. niggas. One guy, yeah. one guy even drove past and drove. Yeah, them be the same niggas that cower up in public when you put mm-hmm. a woman in front of them that don't know how to speak to women. You know what I'm saying? But from the passenger seat of their man's car, they got all yeah. the confidence when he's driving. That's honestly why I have. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. am so protective of my mother because I remember being that nine year old kid, like watching people like turn like watching men like either say stuff under their breath or like turn and like watch my mother walk away like i was literally like her like pit bull like i did not play my mother like legit like i would be nine like yeah. what what did you doing? like what but it, it, it's bad. yeah caitlin was like she was like if she wa- if he drives past again i'm gonna tell him if you look at my mommy Where one more is. time i'm gonna that's punch you and, bl- and black your eyes <laughs> like, okay. that's, that's, that's the energy that's the energy when we uh when we hang up man i'm gonna send y'all a video that i saw earlier today that was kind of disturbing and the first thing i thought was yo if this was my sister nigga i'm, I'm fucking spraying the whole block of dog like or my mother you know what i'm saying like it's just things that niggas do that's just excessive and unnecessary like, absolutely uncalled disgusting man. Yeah, you know what I mean. I definitely will take I, as a as a man. I definitely will say there's certain things that that we do that just yeah. ain't it yeah. just can't fly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but sure. With that being said, man, let's get up out of here. I definitely enjoy speaking with y'all. Obviously, we're gonna talk soon. I hope y'all enjoy this episode. Um, the vibe of the day. Uh, this artist by the name of Shay Leah. I gotta do a little bit more research on her, her to see where she's from, but she got the song that I came across that I enjoy a lot. It's called Good Together. Um, I definitely can't wait to hear y'all feedback on it. You know, I like digging through it, trying to find new artists or little known artists and, and bring them to the podcast. So hope y'all like this song. Uh, let me know what y'all think. And with that being said, bye. Bye. Not anymore The void of
thought, I would never thought that someone like you could be my lover, my entertainer. Not to what you chug, got me doing brand new. What you say to me is what set me free, baby. We so goddamn good together. Baby 